Welcome back to another episode of B-Hall Radio. I'm your host, Brian Rowan. This is episode 84 with Logan Everett, now our longtime co-host, it seems like, with Coach Ward coming in for another update. How's it going, Coach Ward? Um, just excited to be with my team captains again. So, um, hey, things are good. We've been wrestling. I don't know when the last time we did an update was, but I feel like it's been a couple weeks. We've wrestled a lot. Um, it's probably a lot to talk about. We're feeling okay about where the season's at and excited for what's coming up, which is also a lot. Um, so it's good to be with you guys and talk Army wrestling again. Yeah, when uh, Logan and I were talking about this before, we were like, man, the last update was right before the Nebraska and Journeyman scramble you know that and we're like okay. do we want to talk about that because that seems like it was like ages ago i know but that was i mean we, so we did a lot of wrestling in just a short amount of time you guys yeah. have heard me say it before we had what was it we had four competitions in eight days i mean we were rocking um and then we were off this last weekend but yeah i mean that nebraska competition uh the journey man it wasn't that long ago a couple weeks yeah, when you combine all the prep school, you know, events that were going on, I'm sure Coach Brees, is, you know, just probably deserves the Unsung Hero Award for all the uh, all the activity. Well, let it be known, he is now the sung hero because <laughs> <laughs> he's not flying through the radar anymore. The guy is awesome. Um, I he is. We're very lucky that I, I always say like, you can have a lot of success in wrestling if you're a full timer. Um, you have to be a full timer to have success. If you really want to be like at the top, you have to be an all the timer. And I'm lucky that we have nothing but all the timers on staff. Like that's all these people do. I say these people, I'm one of them, but like yeah. um, is just wrestling, army wrestling all the time. And that's Jeff Brees. Well, and that's a good place to start because you guys got another coach on board now, right? You can officially yes. about it. Yes, welcome Coach Jimmy Overheiser to the staff as a new assistant coach. He's been here for a couple of weeks now. Um, I think the last time we recorded, we weren't ready to announce yet because he hadn't moved. He hasn't moved yet, but um, he's here now, and uh, he hit the ground running. I think his first full day here was the day of the Iowa duel. So he like showed up. We had some recruits on campus that day. He jumped straight into that, and uh, he was like, "Hey, what do you guys need at the duel tonight?" And, um, you know, we were like, I'm cheer, you know, <laughs> like yeah. coach him up, but it was his first day. So, um, Jimmy has had a really impressive, um, career start where he's coached at a few different places at a few different levels from NAIA to NCAA division one. Uh, he was most recently at Stanford's RTC out in Palo Alto, California, and he's here with us now, um, already like working hard, crushing it and, his official title is a volunteer assistant coach, which is really just, an, you know, um, a formality that no vol nobody volunteers to coach wrestling. Um, so that's a title that the NCAA makes you put on them. Uh, but the way the rules are now, he's allowed to do like a, a lot of recruiting work and he's excellent at it. So he's hit the ground running. He's uh, Scott Green's right hand man on recruiting and he's been valuable in the room. And he was in there scrapping today, like. I think he went all 18 minutes of live wrestling that we did today. So, yeah, we're pumped about Jimmy, and you'll, you guys will have to meet him soon, but he's brand new on board, so warm welcome to Coach Overheiser. I know I know Jimmy pretty well, actually, but just we grew up together. But So I want to be the first to wish him and the both of you a Merry Christmas because it is now the Christmas season. We have passed Thanksgiving, so Brian can finally 
can can celebrate a real holiday when it's supposed to be celebrated as as opposed to the end of October celebrating Christmas. It's now appropriate to celebrate. Right. Well, well Brian's strengths have never been doing the most appropriate things at the most appropriate time. <laughs> so yeah. But now for like the next month, B-Ro, you get to have your Christmas tree, your own podcast, selfish plug for you, for two elves on a shelf. Um, off the shelf. Off the shelf. I'm not one of your dozen listeners. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I am one of your couple hundred Instagram followers, though, so I know about it. <laughs> yeah, he's on. He's on You've got the tree up. Listen, we went and picked, chopped down our tree today. I chopped it down with a hatchet. One strike? Well, it, it took a couple. I, you know, I took the, the angled approach, yeah, chopped it down. All the workers there carrying their chainsaws were super impressed. Um, and then I just picked it up and just carried it off my shoulder and just drove off. We didn't even pay for it. So <laughs> perfect. Yeah. This <laughs> is the season. Yeah. Well, we can start with. Um, there's a, there's a little backstory for all this Christmas shenanigans that they're, they're bringing up so the listeners oh. know. Tyler McLeese is like the anti-Christmas. No, he's not. He's not. Before though. Thanksgiving. Yes, like a normal person. No, no. They, person. They, anybody that doesn't celebrate Christmas in October is anti-Christmas. No, yeah. no. And here's the thing. A normal person lets me go and live my life and just, and they, they see my Christmas spirit early and they're just they they just acknowledge it and they walk past it okay Tyler stops and scolds very very viciously because he's just an unhappy person i think i think, I think he's just that's, that's I think where he's he, he, with, he finds himself he's just concerned with the integrity of the holiday and he wants to keep it the way that it's supposed <laughs> yeah, to be it's all about standards for him so. yeah that's all it is <laughs> don't take it personal it's not you <laughs> Well, can we not can we please talk wrestling and stop making this yes. about you and your christmas well, obsession are, can we please talk wrestling we've got like 13 I, I people was, out there that are dying to hear about this well what i like to see is when you get on the 2022 23 wrestling schedule has us at eight and two i like to see that because it counted everybody that we beat at the black knight as a win nice. which i'm fine with i'll take it you're gonna you're uh you're gonna be up to 100 dual wins here pretty soon if we keep that type of i thought it was gonna take me forever to get to 100 wins but i like with this accounting system i can get there much faster it's a it's a good start (laughs) i like this um i guess that's a good segue we we can talk the uh journeyman um we seem to not have very many struggles with sacred heart beat them 39 to zero um and then turned around and wrestled the university of nebraska um had a tough match against them i know we got wins at 25 65 and 84 Mm -hmm. that is correct um i I don't want to get too much into that because we got a lot to cover like weight by weight but if you want to hit on you know what were the key takeaways from the weekend as a whole um and how did we build off that stuff moving forward into the Iowa duel the next week. I thought we started, I mean, first off, we like, we had to work for that win over Sacred Heart, but there were some tough matches that we had to, to score in the third period to win. So no disrespect to that program at all. Like we had to, we had to work for that. Um, Nebraska started off pretty good, you know, with, with Bergen had a really strong match. Um, well, I, 
a strong match in the sense that he had to gut it out. Like he wasn't great in that match. And the guy he wrestled from Nebraska, very physical, wrestles hard. Um, Bergen's first college match that really was that competitive, you know, back and forth and like kind of on the knife's edge the entire time. And he gutted it out. So I thought that was a good performance for him in that sense. Um, yeah. And then, you know, a few matches, I, 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 we were, we were in 149 and I think on another day, maybe that match, that match doesn't even have to be close to be honest with you, but uh, we yeah. did go our way. Um, 65 and 84 were important wins because we beat hometown guys and, and, and very big recruits in those two dual meets or those two weights. Um, so that was good to see Ben Pazook. That's Labriola is, is a tough guy. Um, very good. That was, he, he's good, but he's probably tougher than he is good. Um, uh, which is a compliment to him, to be honest with you. Um, and, uh, it, you know, Ben never stopped competing. There were some, some calls in that match. I didn't agree with, um, one questionable, you know, the first one with the back points and, and, and then they gave him another takedown that absolutely was not a takedown, but anyway, the, the guy earned the match, but Ben competed hard. He didn't stop competing. Uh, just got to learn some things from that. And I thought 84, good performance from Psalm, 97 in heavyweight. They got away from us. So a lot we can learn from a match like that. But a solid effort. I think our team really thought they could win the dual meet and kind of expected themselves to win. But sometimes you realize, like, you expect to win, but you may not really understand what it takes in the heat of the battle to get your hand raised and, and for your team to be able to celebrate at the end of a match like that. So, um could be some good lessons learned from that dual meet. Yeah, I think I I don't think uh, I don't. Everybody has looked, you know, excited to compete. I've thought like I think they are approaching it right. I know that was that weekend was a big. I think I don't know if you hit on was the overtime wins the week before that. Uh, yeah, the week before, but at that weekend as well, and I mean even since, you know, we've had a few. Yeah. No, I think I think it just speaks to the mindset. Like I think people are approaching competition the right way, which is a good thing from the start. You, I guess I know results are nice, but you don't want to be super results motivated in the beginning. You kind of want to see progress, and I think if the mindset's there, that's a good thing to start with. But I, I think I think our guys are approaching competition the right way. Um, but what they may not understand yet, what we're continuing to work on is. You can approach things the right way, but uh, if you don't understand what it takes in competition, it's going to be hard to be consistently winning. Uh, we're starting to realize more what it takes in those really tough battles. And there's only one way to figure that out. You know, when you don't have a room full of five-star blue chip recruits, like the, the only way to figure that out is to go out there and compete and, and go into competition. Um, we wish we had a room full of, you know, everybody like, we had a room full of Philip Simpsons and, and Logan Everett's and Brian Rowan's um, and Ethan Bergen's like, you know, maybe your room is at a different level, but we don't have that yet. So you got to go out there and compete to, to get to it. Yeah. So I think that was the first, is that the first back-to-back weigh-in of the year? Yeah. The German? Mm -hmm. Well, I think it, the wrestling was, I guess let's hear from your perspective, how, how was the follow-up the second day? Okay, so full disclosure, I didn't watch much of the second day. Um, we, I had to, um, to travel home, um, so I wasn't there for the second day, so I watched most of it. 
that I could on flow. And then when I got back to West Point, I didn't have enough time to between training to go back and watch every single match. I'll just say this. We left a lot to be desired on the second day for whatever reason. It just did not look like very inspired wrestling. Everything I saw, it looked like, like, I mean, it's got to matter to you. And whether you feel like doing it or not, like you've got to be able to get yourself up emotionally for those things and, and make yourself be inspired to compete. And across the board, as a team, we didn't do it. So that the second day was kind of a letdown. And again, you know, you kind of post-mortem and, and analyze why. But, um, you know, that, that day's gone. And then we, we move forward to – we had two, two competitions that weekend. And then we turned around and competed on Thursday and, and Saturday or Sunday of the next week. So there wasn't much time to really analyze and, and feel bad about it. It was just like, let's move forward and make sure that we're inspired next time we step out there on the mat. Yeah, it was, it's, it was tough to, I mean, I'm sure from your perspective too, it was really tough to follow along because you're trying to jump. There's how We had a ton of guys wrestling, it felt like, so to try to jump between the mats and figure out who's wrestling where, it was like, it was kind of a pain, but. Yeah, it was, it was a lot to try to follow. I, I was confused on how the brackets were working. I was, for some reason, I was expecting like if you won the B bracket, you were going to wrestle the guy that won the A bracket, and that didn't seem to happen. And I was, I don't know. I, was, Some, I feel was, like sometimes it happened, sometimes it didn't. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Yeah, I, I mean, okay, so the way it works is you have A, B, and C pool, you know, like, and, and, and think about it in terms of competitiveness, like, you know, good, better, best. Um, and we, you put your guys in pools that you want them in that day. Uh, and if you win your pool, you may cross over and wrestle somebody a1 may wrestle the winner of a2 but without confusing everybody out there it's a round robin format there's no team points you don't advance you just wrestle the matches that are laid out in front of you our guys were in some different pools that we felt was appropriate for them um and like i said you know a, a, an okay day but not great and then we moved on and, and like i said we turned back around we had iowa at home uh the next thursday after that yeah, and talk about a different environment. You go from the journeyman scramble, you know, in kind of a high school gym environment to now you're at home, you know, the you know, the, the highest uh highest attendance we've had, you know, in Crystal Ever. wrestling, you know, yeah. wrestling Iowa at home. Very different environment. So I'm sure it's a lot easier to get up for that, you know, and and, and be hyped up when you got that coming coming next as well. I mean, that environment took a lot of work from a lot of people. And to be honest with you, that was about six or seven years in the making. I've been fighting for that. And it finally took the right people to be like, no, we're going to do this. Like, we're going to have cadets there on the floor. Um, we're going to put seats really close to the mat. Like, we're going to try to create an atmosphere. And I was really proud of it because some people bought in. And, and it was a lot of hard work from, from different groups of people, from the ticket office to marketing to I mean, the wrestling staff, we busted our ass for, you know, a month to try to sell as many tickets as we could. And I thought we would sell more than we did, but we set a record. We set a revenue record. That's important. It shows people that wrestling matters when you can have a, a, a competition that lasts, what, you know, like 90 minutes, two hours, and, and you have 25 grand in ticket revenue. That's important. And then you yeah. sell some concessions and whatever else on top of it, you know, what it does for you. And, um. So that's important for us. I was proud of that. I think, um, yeah, that was a step in the right direction for us. And it needs to become the standard of what we do. To have over 2,000 people in Crystal Arena, we have a school of 4,400. So to have 2,000 people in the crowd, that was that was pretty cool. I thought, you know, maybe I, I thought more high school coaches would 
I was kind of surprised, to be honest with you, how lazy some of them were and like how much they didn't really care and, and want to bring their teams out. Some of them are like all in and hustling and bringing their, their teams out. And some just, you know, it wasn't important to them. And I get that. They got to run their own program. Um, but still really proud of the numbers that we had. And then from a, from a performance, I thought at wrestling, you know, when you wrestle at the University of Iowa, they carry a certain weight and a presence because of what they've done, um, you know, over the course, the, the tradition of their program. But our guys stepped out there and they weren't intimidated. They competed hard. Some matches got away from us. Some we stayed in them and we fought really hard. We got our hand raised in a few of them and, and we were really close um, in a couple others. But um, I mean, you talk about like, that's how you can grow as a competitor is to step out there and, and wrestle those competitions and then how you respond to it. And if you take personal ownership and responsibility over the outcomes, then you can really grow from things like that. Yeah, I was really encouraged. I, I know I texted you the next morning and just said that I, I felt encouraged watching it. Like I felt like they didn't give them too much respect. Like, I, I don't know. I thought they competed really hard. You know, 25 was a big win and then kind of kept it rolling a little bit and everybody competed hard and um, matches that we did lose. Like we fought hard. Like I thought we wrestled well for the most part. Some of their kids are really tough. Obviously they don't get to where they are not having kids that are really right. skilled and really tough and they wrestle a certain way that can get into people's heads sometimes and I didn't think that that happened to us so I was encouraged after watching that but. yeah so here's our challenge now um is that um it's easy to go compete really hard and and feel okay about the outcome of a loss when you wrestle a team like Iowa it can kind of feel like a moral victory for you um I'm not so sure that's a good thing because what if you go out and you can you, you think you compete really hard, but you take an L to a team that's not Iowa? It's like, that's not cool. You know, yeah. it's easy to go out there and say, oh, man, we tried. We just didn't get it done against the number two ranked team. But we don't have the number two ranked team on our schedule again. So now the true test begins. Like, these are – we're expected to win some dual meets now. So go win when you're expected to win, and it won't feel like a moral victory for for trying hard, so to speak, against the number two ranked team. So that's our challenge coming up here in front of us over the next few months. Yeah, I think it's always a tough stretch here. I mean, this once you get through, you know, Christmas, I think January is always, for whatever reason, for me, always felt tough. Like, I think you just get back into the grind of school, and then it's like you're gone every weekend wrestling tough guys, conference guys. It's just – guys that you wrestle all the time I feel like it was always tough so yeah um it's it's not gonna let up that's that's for sure it'll just be in a different fashion I think mm -hmm. so I guess we can move on to Black Knight we got second there um one champ right yeah, yeah we have one champ second is a team one champ um Bergen had some tight matches um not easy ones for sure and overtime winning the finals um I, I watched a couple of his interviews um it looked like they were Flo was hoping for a little bit of excitement on him but he he gave him the uh he gave him the book answer of I'm traded to win a national championship which is great that's what you're doing I don't so think I, I mean I don't think that I don't think the kid has rehearsed any answers <laughs> like I mean I just know who he is not yet. yeah yeah not not yet. Yet. he's gonna uh, get he's gonna have a, a camera in his face a lot I think so 
he keeps winning, he's gonna have to get used to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I, I mean, I think that's authentic. You know, it's that, that's what he wants to do. So you're hearing he really is. Yeah. So I guess for the viewers, talk about the attendance for Black Knight because you couldn't really tell from um, the broadcast or stuff yeah. what was on flow. Like, did we have a pretty good crowd for that? Also very strong. It was a really good week for us. There was over a thousand tickets sold for that. So uh, what was it? Ten teams total. Uh, a really, I mean, we started the tournament at 10 a.m. We were done 5 p.m. We're done seven hours of wrestling, which isn't, you know, a short period of time, but it's way shorter than most tournaments. That's for sure. And some really good competition across the board. I think every coach that left was very thankful and, and gracious that uh, of the way we treated them, the experience that their team had. And I think all of them want to come back. So we're going to continue to have this event. It's very important to us. I think, um, it's important for us to be able to host big time events on campus. And it's, it's a good chance for our guys to get competition from the different conferences that are there. What was it? Four or five different conferences represented in the tournament. Yeah. Every match counts. They're all division one. I mean, what could be better, you know, as far as a, an early season tournament. I think it's really, yeah. cool, um, you know, the, the champions get the, um, get like the vest. I think that's like a cool touch. That's uh you know, it probably means a lot to some of the you know other schools and those guys. Like, oh wow. man, it doesn't just sit in your you know it probably doesn't sit on a trophy stand. Like, stands out. Did you see the the picture of uh, the 174 pound champ from Indiana? He was wearing his plate carrier in Times Square the night of the yeah. tournament. And then the coach from Campbell texted me the next day. You know, their 133 pounder won the tournament. And he was like. Hey, my guy slept in his vest last night. Awesome awards. <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, these are, you know, they're uh, they're going over all right. The guys like them, so that's a good thing. Yeah, I think they're unique, for sure. Well, they fit. They're on brand, right? Yeah, of course. It, would, it was either that or, like, a machine gun. So we went with the vest instead. Yeah, probably probably so. <laughs> what I, I thought was cool, like, you kind of hit on, but different schools like because what happens i feel like in a lot of these early season tournaments or like stuff that they're kind of local right like you you go to the shorty hitchcock or whatever because it's close and it's an open tournament and you can get matches mm. like i feel like there were some teams that came to this that are teams that we wouldn't normally have exposure to which i thought was great and there was there's a couple you know close like columbia and hofstra that are closer but i thought it was cool that we kind of had some some new blood in there yeah, we're not going to see Central Michigan or Campbell or, or those other schools, other schools, other schools, schools. We're not going to see Hofstra or Columbia until or Brown until the EIWA tournament. So it was good to have those guys there as a team overall. The tournament, I felt like we were we're still trying to sort some weight classes out, like who's number one, who's number two, and I feel like we we've got a really solid group of number one guys right now. We're trying to sort out in a couple of weights, like okay, who's our number two guy in this weight. Um, so that's, that's one thing that we're trying to figure out, but from the tournament, you know, my interviews, I said before, I thought it was just okay. And it, it was a tough stretch, you know, your fourth competition in eight, oh, yeah. that's oh, yeah. tough, but it's like, okay, you know, that going into it, that it's going to be tough. Now, how can you let that bring out your best? Um, we didn't, you know, and, and, and across the board, I would say most weight classes, we didn't let it bring out our best and we got to go back and and make sure that the next time we're, we're in a tough stretch that if we, if we do things the right way, we're going to be better because of that. So that's the most important thing to me is like, 
if you take ownership over your results, if you take personal responsibility over getting from where you are to where you want to be, those experiences are awesome. And the stretch we went through is fantastic. If not, it was just stories that you're going to tell somebody someday that really, you know, don't mean shit because everybody has stories to tell, but like, did it really make you better? That's what we're trying to get to. If our guys all respond the right way, then they're going to be like stories of like, this is one thing that helped me become a lot tougher and a lot better. Yeah. I liked, uh, I liked, uh, Pasuic's match didn't go his way in the finals, but I, I thought there was a lot to take away from that, from his standpoint. I mean, he, he fought in there with that kid. That kid's very offensive, and he's got a lot of ways to score. Um, but I, you know, I think I think that that's a match that you walk away from thinking that that can go differently. Uh, I, I felt like that. I think you clean a few things up, and yeah, I don't know. I, I would be. I, I don't want to say. I say encouraged, but I, I don't mean that as in yeah, we're happy, right? Like I think that there's things to take away from that, and I think you can build on it. But like you say, you got to respond the right way. I mean, I think, you know, that match specifically, I take away from it, like, look, if we don't do things differently, that gap may widen. <laughs> like, I may yeah. have the opposite reaction of, that you did, where yeah. Ben Pazook is going to give you everything he's got. Like, he will never drop his head and stop competing. He's a competitor, and that's one thing, one of the things that makes him really good, is that he will continue to compete no matter what. And you see that in all of his matches, win or lose. Like, he continues to fight, and we love that. But that's one of those matches that highlights, okay, I gotta, you know, I've, I've got to be able to make some adjustments. And they but they may not be big adjustments, but if I don't make them, how am I gonna beat that guy next time if I don't make a couple adjustments? You know, uh, th their guy was really good and he had a great match. But with a couple adjustments, we can flip the result of that. But if we don't make those that's one of the things I'm talking about with responsibility and ownership. If we don't make those adjustments, the result's gonna be the same. We've got to get, you know, we've got to make adjustments to beat somebody like that. And that's the, that's one of the most valuable things competition gives you because you will never learn that lesson right there inside the practice room. You have to be willing to step out in the arena to compete, to learn it. And that's what competition does for you. And it's early. Like you find that out early. I mean, that's a match that's great to have right now because it's okay. Where am I at? Where am I at? If I want to reach my goals, I've got to beat that guy in March. No question about it. Like I'm going to have to go through him and a few other like him to reach my goals. So absolutely, great match to have in November. Yeah. We also should mention uh, Coach Parker. You know, competed, won. You know, the Bill Farrell in the same weekend. You know, so you know, lot to lot to be said there. You know, it's pretty impressive to go out and win a senior level. Uh, senior level tournament. So, great I stuff. mean, is anyone surprised? Listen, we had nope. Corey Shy and PJ Ogunsanya wrestled uh, Greco, and they finished third and fourth in the same weight class. The next day, Coach Parker goes down there, beats half of Eastern Europe all by himself before <laughs> he beats a kid from Tennessee in the finals. Um, I, I mean, what can you say about Ian Parker? He's an absolute freaking machine, and. The thing is, he hasn't even really been training. He's just been working out with guys. Like, none of the training has been about him at all. You know, he's not getting the reps in practice. He's not working on his technique. It's like he is making other people better. And he goes down there and wins an international tournament. What a stud, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, how can you not be a fan of that guy? It's incredible. And he's 
right there coaching the next morning. The next day, I was like, yep. hey, man, how you feeling today? You a little sore? And he was like, eh, yeah, not too bad. Kind of like a normal day. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I would tell when I say this guy is a machine, and believe me, I've been around people that are, you know, like, but this guy is a machine. He can go it nonstop. And it's just super impressive to watch him do what he does. So anything else you want to hit on from the past competitions, I guess, before we do a little preview? No, I don't think so. Unless B-Row has any other questions or we can jump right into a preview over the next couple competitions. Yeah, I mean, if we're going chronologically, it's, it looked like you guys had a pretty fun Thanksgiving um, this past weekend as well. Uh, when, uh, it looked like you had a lot of guys over the house. Yeah, well, we had a we had a Thanksgiving dinner here at the crib, and then we let guys go. We had So we worked out on Tuesday and Wednesday morning, and then we let guys go Wednesday and Thursday, and then we uh, – no, we practiced Wednesday morning. We let them go Thursday and Friday, and we had our two practices yesterday and two practices today. Uh, today is Sunday. So two on Saturday, two on Sunday. Um, but it was good for some guys to be able to go home and, and be able to decompress a little bit after a challenging first few weeks of the season. And now it's, Hey, let's keep rocking and rolling. I saw, uh, looks like Hannah put together a pretty good spread for all the guys. She gets the credit. Yeah. Her. Yeah, and what an animal. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of, that's a lot of, uh, that's a lot of cooking to do. Her and Scott Green for hooking up the catering service. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> yeah, those two. I can't take credit. I, I'm just like, hey, let's have dinner at my house on whatever night, you know, and then other yeah, people. Yeah, make it get, happen. Yeah, they, they get to make it happen. So, um, yeah, I, I, I politic. I walk around and shake hands and say hi to people. That's about it. <laughs> That's the deal. Well, it's right, good so, to, be able to get you know get and have a you know a dinner at like, at a house you know on Thanksgiving. It's even though it's not getting away, it feels feels homey. You know, I'm sure. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Everybody left campus, so everybody got away. Uh, you know, it was Tuesday night at my house. We watched the All Star Duel meet, um, but they all left campus after that, so they got some downtime. Gotcha. So yeah, look, looking ahead um, at the next two weeks, you know, we have uh duel with American, duel with Penn. Um, if you could dive into that a little bit, you know, kind of what the training training plan ahead for the next two weeks looks like before, before those matches. Well, we get a chance to really train for the first time in a while. I mean, I think through since um, the scramble through – our Black Knight invite, we probably had about three or four days of actual practice, and the rest was, you know, get some weight down and, and get ready to compete. Now we get a chance to actually train for a few days at a time, which is, you know, as a coach, we get fired up about. Um, American is a much improved team. They're wrestling a lot better this year than they have in the past. They're wrestling with a lot of energy, and they're not going to be easy. So... It's a dual meet we're favored in. I haven't even looked at the individual matchups. I mean, I know at uh, 133, there's a rematch where they beat us last year at the EIWA tournament, so I'm excited to see that one. We know their 125-pounder really well. He wrestled at our prep school last year, and things didn't work out. Now he's somewhere else. Uh, I like that kid a lot. He wrestles hard. He's good, so that'll be a tough match. And then they're going to be a tough out, you know, up, up and down the lineup. Like I said, I haven't scouted each individual match, but it's going to be a tough one. We are, so any listeners that are in kind of the D.C. area where AOG is having a social uh, right before the dual meet at about a mile away from the arena. 
uh, we're going to have a, a, a small social and uh, right before the match, um, any supporters in the area, let us know. Reach out to me if you would like to attend. I can get you the invite. Um, but we're looking forward to seeing our fans and supporters there before the duel. And then we turn around and we have a really big conference duel with uh, Penn in Philadelphia the night before the Army Navy football game. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna plug anybody that wants to watch the American match. It is Saturday, December third, one p.m. It's gonna be on ESPN Plus. So nice. if you have ESPN Plus, you can watch there. If you can't make the trip to DC, um, and then I'm trying to pull up the pen thing for those that can't make it. They usually are pretty good about streaming. If I well, look, yeah, look, I think the I, Ivy League's almost all on ESPN Plus. I think so, so too. That should be on there as well. But it's going to be, you know, I mean, we're there the night before the football game, we should have a lot of fans in town and, and what better way to spend Friday night football game than coming out there to that dual meet. And let me tell you, this is going to be um, one heck of a challenge for us and a really exciting. If you look at the matchups for that one, I'm more familiar with Penn just because these guys have seemed to have been around forever. Like, I mean, they've got guys that have been in their lineup for a long time and that's just a testament to their consistency. It's not a knock on them. Um, so, but I'm more familiar with like Jesus. I'm like, they're 97 pounder and heavyweight. We've been Bobby Hill used to wrestle them, you know. Like, I remember Bobby wrestling that guy and, and, and some others and Ben Sullivan. I'm like, I've been seeing that guy's name forever, but they, they're a veteran team and they're really solid up and down. They have some, some veteran guys that have been around forever and they got some really talented young guys. So, listen, if we don't show up there, that's going to be a butt kicking. And, and not in our favor. And if we show up, we can win a really hard-fought dual meet. If we don't show up, then we're going to be walking out of there with our tail between our legs. So that's going to be one where we need people in the stands. We need some support on an away dual meet for sure. Yeah, they have they have a really solid team. Um, yeah, I, I mean, they're, they're, they seem to be like – This weekend with them? I did not watch it, but I, I saw the results. It looked uh, like a couple small things, and they were – you know, look, going into the last two matches, uh, I thought, I mean, I was just kind of looking at it, you know, just following along, but I was like, man, there's a way that Penn's going to beat Iowa right now. Um, it was kind of kind of crazy. And you knew that kind of going in, there was five toss-up matches, um, you know, that were legit toss-ups. But, yeah, it's going to be um, – that's – you kind of nailed it, Kevin, there. It's going to be – it's going to be a tough one there. But I'm excited. I'll be there. Uh, to plug, you know, the reception, uh, we're going to have an Army Navy tailgate the next day, um, but there'll also be a, you know, a post-match tailgate at the um, the old bar in Center City. Um, if you're going to go to the tailgate, you can pick up your wristbands at the old bar on Friday night there. Um, or before the match, you can pick them up at the, um, the Marriott Hotel Lobby. They'll be available there. So um, get your, you know, sign up the the registrations in our link in the bio um for the army navy tailgate um it's going to be we'll, we'll put out an itinerary as well but it's going to be um a great weekend starting off with you know some great army wrestling sweet i'm looking forward to that i didn't know we were doing a social the night before so i'm fired up for that that's going to be a well, lot it's of fun uh, it's uh a social combined with some of the other um 
the other uh, act- activities in the in the overall tailgate. So it's uh, yes, we're it's, doing a social. Love yeah, it's, it. It's also the uh, it's also the Christmas the two elves on the shelf Christmas party as Off well. The show. Yeah, sorry. So I guess this is a good opportunity to plug my Christmas <laughs> night next this Friday. Um, if you are in the Philadelphia Trenton area, you know we're hosting a Christmas trivia night um, at a local restaurant. So it's going to be. Is this in your CrossFit gym? You're doing this? No, this is at the Revere Restaurant in Ewing, uh, Ewing, New Jersey. Okay. Um, three rounds. There's also going to be an ugly sweater contest. So prizes for uh, the trivia winners and the top two Christmas sweaters. Um, the ugliest, I guess. You know, I'll be I'll be one of the the major voting uh, major. The, the, the person deciding who wins the ugly sweater contest. You're judge and jury, huh? Yes. Yeah, you get you get to decide how many prizes you win that night. <laughs> no, I will not. I'm gonna have many outfits on. I've have, I've have several sweaters, maybe a suit. <laughs> <laughs> My man Vero's got his wardrobe changes already lined out. I oh, can't yeah. wait. I wish I could be there, Brian. Uh, and for Army Navy tailgate, there's a decent chance I'm gonna be wearing a singlet underneath my under underneath my all my outfit too so if there's a decent chance of that then there's probably a, there's a 100 percent chance you're going to be wearing just a singlet at some point during the tailgate <laughs> yes. Yes. Are, are you bringing I'm your not mat? sure if that's going to make more people want to come or more people want to stay away but listen let's get it out there right now brian rowan is probably going to be in a singlet at some point <laughs> it's going to be a takedown tournament with the with the b-haw mat Hey, yeah, I, was, yeah. I was talking to as a, a two-point favorite today. I saw. Did you see that? Wait, what? We opened as a two-point favorite in that in that game. Really? Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we were a heavy favorite before they just upset um it was a UCF like last week. Yeah. Um, I thought like we were a pretty big heavy favorite before that, but yeah, I mean, no matter who's the favorite. I mean, it's always a, it's always going to be a coin flip kind of game. I feel like, and and who actually shows up, how That's they right. perform under pressure. That's right. Last year was disappointing, but yeah, it the- was for a lot of people. But new year, new game. So yes. I'm excited for that. But you know, back to wrestling. Yeah, we we could be the Friday night before, and it's going to be really competitive. But I I, I really don't want to get too far ahead. I'm talking a lot about that dual meet. But like I said, if we're not ready to wrestle at American, then then we're not going to like the results. So we've got to take care of business there first. Well, the good news for you is is even if you hadn't scouted much yet, I do know a guy who can give you what you're looking for in terms Listen, of the scouting. Herb, Herb won't even return my phone calls and text messages these days. So um, hopefully we can still be friends, but I'm, I, I'm no, I am not texting Perp for the scouting report. I can't even get the guy to only time he texts me back is in our group chat on Instagram. So maybe well, I'll just send the group a chat asking for the just, scouting report. Just send passive aggressive memes or, or something that's going to get him fired up. Yeah. Yeah. But for the American duel, I had seen, I checked their record. It looks like they're two and two. Um, their last match, they got shut out by Michigan State. Well, listen, what I'm telling you is that doesn't matter. Like, I've, I, they're, they're wrestling harder. They got a lot of energy. Um, it will be very competitive. So, um, you know, it's up to us to 
turn those competitive matches into lopsided wins, you know, when we can and, and win tough matches when we have to. But it's going to be we're going to have to fight really hard to to get our hands raised. I guess it's a little bit of regularity with the schedule. Now you're kind of back to one dual meet a weekend, which is. So we do that. We have, we have American, we have Penn, and then we're off until the soldier salute tournament, December, what, 29th and 30th. So um, yeah, it's not so like, you know, we went zero to a hundred and, yeah. and we're, yeah, now we're, we're, we're kind of back at a, a normal pace. Good for us. For us. For us. I like, I like to wear. You there? Yeah. What else you got, B Row? Yeah, well, I don't know. Was that me? No, the sound got a little crazy. It was like okay. I thought that was me. I just yeah, that's that why was... I was on Tyler for a second. I was like, wait, what just happened? It went like rah, rah. like you said, the same thing you said. I just said it really quick, like three times in a row. Um, well, we can edit that out. We're good. No, uh, we'll keep it in. Um, but that was, I mean, that's really all I got. Um, I, I'd like to do another update, you know, right after Christmas before you guys go out to Iowa. I think it'd be a good okay. recap, you know, um, a couple of weeks from now, you know, and see, you know, see where they're at after Christmas break, you know, kind of gearing up for the, you know, the start of the new year. Um, Ryan, are you going to be doing any live content from the, um, pen match? Uh, probably. I'm sure I'm, I'll be, uh, Maybe a couple interviews and stuff afterwards. Yeah, we'll get Bergen on there. You know, I'll you know see if he's if he's sharpened up. You know, any of his uh, his interview, you know, protocol between now and then. Um, after he gets a big win, you know, I, I got you know a pen. But um, yeah, I'll be I'll be live on the ground, definitely getting some content. Um, hopefully, some interviews and um, sweet, be great. Yeah, and um, well, I'll just say this as we're kind of like wrapping things up. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't say a big thank you to all of our supporters because the week that we had of wrestling here at West Point with Iowa and the Black Knight invite, it was huge. And to be able to draw the crowd and the energy and the publicity that we did right here to a small school in the Hudson Valley, you know, was, was on the front, the front page and, and on the stage of college, college wrestling for a few days. That's big time. So thank you to everyone that supported us in those events. Really appreciate it. Um, like I said, we're having a social in DC for the American duel. Reach out to me directly if you would like to uh, to attend that. And also our deadline, we have to turn in our final request for NCAA tickets before we leave for Philadelphia. So if anybody's wanting to sit in the Army section for the NCAA tournament, which I hear they're going to be a really tough ticket to get this year, let us know. We're going to do our best to fulfill all those requests. Um, and that's really what I all that I have. I hope everyone has a very happy and blessed holiday season. I look forward to sharing some more wrestling with you before Christmas and uh, let's go army and beat American beat Penn. Yeah, let's do it. I'm fired up. Logan, thanks for coming on listeners. Yeah, of course. Appreciate you guys. And thanks again. Yeehaw. Go army. Thanks for tuning in to the Haw radio show. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast platform. If there's something you'd like to hear on a future show, reach out to us on any of our social media, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Or you can reach us at email, bhaw.radio at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts, and as always, go Army, be Navy.